It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great taste, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Welcome back to Generation Skywalker. This is gift. What gift? Obviously, it's 2021's edition. And joining me around the table tonight, I have got Grant. Good evening, Grant.、Uh, good evening, gentlemen. I've got Mark. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. I've got Daniel. Good evening, Dan. Hello there. And I've got Jez. Good evening, Jez. Good evening, everyone. What a little team this is. This is like the.、Uh, mm. This is like the top range team we could put together on the show, isn't it? When's Craig sitting out? Uh, we never have a pop at Craig. So、uh, now, boys, <laughs> last year we did it. We went through、um, to give like a gift guide of ideas depending on age ranges, which we're going to do again tonight. So each of the boys have been、uh, looking at a certain age bracket and are going to bring you. Well, I've asked for for three main presents, three stocking fillers, and one left field. But、um, I think someone has rebelled and not got quite as many items as they should. But we'll let them off. We'll let them off. So first of all, Mark, I'm going to come to you. Okay. You've got、uh, a couple of couple of kids. What makes a good gift when you're choosing a gift? Something they actually really want first and foremost, but also take note right up until the last minute you can and try and、uh, find out if there's anything that's come out、um, or is newly available that you know that they would love that they probably don't even realise is out. So、um, I've got a couple of things for my son Zach. Uh, this year, and he knows nothing about them. They're going to be nice surprises, but I know full well he's going to absolutely love them. Good advice. I just wanted to go back to when we were kids, okay? Because things are very, very different now, aren't they? When you choose gifts, um, ask my lad what he wants for Christmas. He sits there and googles and stuff and comes up with stuff. But when I was a kid, I would get an Argus catalogue and I would chop out with a pair of scissors and slap it on a bit of paper what I wanted. I just sort of go around how you. How you went about choosing your gifts? I mean, Jez, it's quite a famous story of you.、Uh, 
I think he wanted an ATAT and ended up with a rebel troop transport. Perhaps if you cut true. out an image from the Argos catalogue and stuck it on a bit of paper, you might have yeah. got what you wanted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, do you know what? I'm sure that I did that. I'm sure I cut out stuff. And it was such exciting times back then, wasn't it? Simpler times, nostalgic times. Yeah, I, there's there's no way I wouldn't have done that because I've got an older and a younger sister. So I would have been caught in their sort of venturi of enthusiasm as well. So, yeah, there was definite cutting and pasting going on when I was a kiddie. Do you think you cut the atta out and then stuck the wrong side down and the Rebel Troop transport was on the back? <laughs> hey, I had a Rebel Troop transport. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with the way I turned out. And my childhood was absolutely amazing. And I love it. So uh, back off, haters. Rebel Troop transport's where it's at. That's at. Is that, is that your most memorable Christmas gift as a child? Yeah, and the Skywalker, actually, I think. Because... Uh, Obviously, Scout Walker, people can say, oh, you know, poor man's at or what have you. But now I just, it was just exciting times and just, yeah, not knowing. It's the surprise, isn't it, which makes it, you know, there's this whole, oh, can I definitely have this or can you put this or, oh, I know I'm getting this. It was a surprise when I got the uh, Scout Walker from my auntie and uncle. I had no idea that was coming. So that was, that was lovely. Grant, obviously you told us a lovely story over the course of this year on one of the old fossils episodes about your warrus man mock but obviously that's when you're slightly older as a child do you uh, you're the same age as me i think we're only like a couple of months apart i never had a star wars toy for christmas that i can recollect in those in those days did you get anything like that do you remember wanting star wars at, at those young ages yeah uh, yeah i've got quite a few memories i remember waking up on Christmas morning and in my stocking there was a, a Ben Kenobi and Darth Vader carded figure folded up into a stocking. Back in 1983 when Return of the Jedi came out, the, the big thing I wanted was the Rancor monster and uh, what I remember was going down to uh, the local town and we had a shop there called uh, Merritt's and Merritt's uh, specialised in um, discount toys and importing toys into the country. So you'd see like Generation 1 Transformers, but it would have sort of Japanese writing on it. And I remember walking in there and they had the Trilogo uh, Rancor. It might be Christmas 84, 83 or 84, I can't quite remember. And I remember pointing to mum and saying that I really wanted it. And then later, uh, as she put the shopping into the boot of the car, I remember seeing the Rancor in a plastic bag and I pointed at it and she went, no, that's just a loaf of bread. <laughs> and it clearly wasn't. Did you fall for it? No, because you could see it was a Rancor monster. It's like <laughs> the holy grail of my life was in a plastic bag. There's no way that was a piece of bread. But yeah, no, I remember really fond memories. And and, and I think, if I remember rightly, because I didn't have many figures that were double when I was a kid. I think I had you know, doubles of Stormtroopers and Hoth Stormtroopers. But I think I used to give her like uh, the back of a, like a 77 back or a 65 back backing card and then circle the ones that I wanted. So, uh, but one, one Christmas, because we didn't have much money and my mum was a solicitor and she was looking after uh, a gentleman that owned a company and the pipes burst in the business he was in and a lot of his stock got damped and couldn't be sold. So I ended up getting a lot of Star Wars toys. I had damaged so much Star Wars stuff, ridiculous amount of Star Wars stuff. You know, box B wings and Y wings and loads of stuff, but I didn't realise at the time that the, the uh, packaging had been damaged. I can't even. I mean, I just tore into those things anyway. But uh, apparently, we got we got really lucky that year because there wasn't much money going around. But she managed to, to sort of get a really good deal on some uh, damaged stock. Karma. Good things happen to good people. I was totally spoiled as a kid when I uh, when it came to Star Wars, and uh, we didn't have any money. But I I never knew that they they spent it on me. So, but uh, got got even more Star Wars, man. 
<laughs> just a bit, mate. Just a bit. Making up for it. I think, I think actually, to be fair, I think we've spoken about it before. I think as kids, I only got toys at Christmas or birthdays. We, yeah. You know, my kids walk in and they, I don't think they appreciate the value of money because they will go in a shop and if I'm in the right mood, they'll be like, I can have this. And you're just like, yeah, just stick it in the basket. And you're like, my parents wouldn't have done that when I was a kid. There was four of us, so it was a bit... Yeah, I couldn't even get a screwball or a can of Coke. So no. twice, a, twice a year you get a treat. Exactly. Um, Dan, though, you were spoiled, weren't you, being an only child? I've got two brothers. I was spoiled. I think similar to similar Grant, I had remember that. I don't know if it was 83 or 84 that when Jedi came out, that Star Wars Christmas I had, and I had, uh, I think I got a, a Scout Walker, a speeder bike, a Jabba the Hutt playset. Went around my granddad's Christmas Day for Christmas dinner, and there was an attack waiting for me. I must have got a dozen mocks that Christmas. So I've got really good memories of Star Wars and Christmas. And, and the thing as well was that it was the only time of the year, unless you were super posh and had a video player, that you'd also get on Christmas Day to watch Star Wars on ITV. My dad got hold of a copy, a pirate copy of Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and we had that at home. So that was, it was cinema quality as well. It wasn't like nowadays where they sit in a cinema with a camcorder. He had a, a proper copy of it. What year did you say they were first on the Telegram? So 1982 was Star Wars, premiered in like October 1982. Empire Strikes Back premiered Boxing Day 1988 and Return of the Jedi premiered Boxing Day 1990. Yeah, see, I've always, I can always remember, was Star Wars always being, we had a Betamax and I can always remember there always being a copy of it, but it would make sense, 82, I was only three, so it's probably always there growing up. Yeah, isn't it mad though to think that Jedi, you know, we had to wait till, was it 1986 for it to come out on video, which was like forever as a child, but to wait till 1990 so you could record it off a of TV. Seven years, whereas now, you know, they released that Black and it's in the cinema for a week and then it's on disney plus yeah but you know what i i, I love that though that anticipation man is you know that's what's missing that this you know the fact it's so disposable these days i think you know the, the best thing about renting a video was the journey to the video shop yeah we used to have it on a uh, on a saturday morning my old man would take us down to a, a video store and we could all choose a AVHS for the weekend and then they'd choose a couple of movies for the family and it was a uh... and, and because it wasn't like songs of praise every film was amazing yeah and it wasn't a blockbuster video either it was normally in a little off license they were all stacked up on the right. <laughs> on the guy serving you know your heart breaks as you see the Ghostbusters they got Ghostbusters 2 but they have a little tab on it saying it's out for rental you're like oh, oh yeah <laughs> I've cycled three miles for this on a broken chopper can you imagine if you took kids to that today and be like, what do you mean we can't watch it and someone's already watching it? Yeah. <laughs> my mum makes me laugh these days. Like with my kids, my, my lad's 10 now and I could put on a film. She's like, oh, oh no, it's a 15. You shouldn't be watching it. And I was, I sit there and I think to myself, I mean, you sat there and watched The Omen with me when I was like seven. You let me watch Porky's when I was eight. Do you know what I mean? And they're like very different times. And she's just like, no, 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 I don't think you should be. I'm like, what are you going on about? Mark. Yeah. I think you're the oldest of us here. I am. I used to work in a video shop. That's how old I am. Uh, did you? Yeah. Did you get any, uh, any, I mean, this is totally off topic, isn't it? We're video shops now, but hey, we're reminiscing. It's Christmas. Did you used to get any, like, be able to take them home? Well, I mean, you could, you could take whatever you wanted. I, I, I remember the video shop I used to work in. They had a basement, and in this basement was all the old video standees and stuff. So you used to be able to go down, and as long as it was down there and it wasn't being used, you could take it. So my bedroom, when I was 17, was just plastered with video standees and posters and stuff like that from all sorts of real good science fiction films from back in the day. But on a Sunday morning, first thing Sunday morning, there was hardly anybody around. And I used to be in the shop by myself, and I used to stick Empire Strikes back on. 
uh, on the vid. You know, when you used to have like a bank of video, uh, like TVs, we had a, a bank of TVs down the front of the shop. And it was a proper video shop. We didn't sell anything else. It was just videos. I used to have that on playing on all six televisions in the video shop and just to stand at the front of the shop watching it. It was great, great memories. Great Love an old video shop. Blockbuster kind of killed them to start with, didn't it? Yeah, all the, all the independents went after Blockbuster and uh, what was the other one? There was another one. I'm sure there was another one that came along. There was, wasn't there? Wasn't there Rip or something as well? That was something like that. Yeah, uh, Global Video. But, yeah. Global Video. Yeah, there's Global Video was a franchise. Our local one was called Janus, but someone ripped the J off it, so it was called Anus. <laughs> them, them are the sort of videos you like like to get anyway, really, Grant. <laughs> Anus videos. You know, I remember uh, because you know the anticipation was to finally watch Return of the Jedi, and this was um, I think it was March 1986. All I'd seen is clips every now and then, and if you were lucky, on uh, I think it was what was it Muppet Babies, they would show some clips of it, and I knew it was going to be the greatest movie of all time. And um, I remember hearing that a friend who used to babysit me had a copy of it, and I went down there, and it was Caravan of Courage. So I sat there. Immediately as it started, alarm bells started ringing like, look at the state of Luke. What have they done to Luke? And then it hit me, it wasn't. And about two or three weeks after that, uh, Return of the Jedi arrived. Can I just quickly tell you what my how we used to cho- choose presents in our house? My sister and I used to get Kay's catalogue. Uh, you remember you used to get those big, thick catalogues from Freeman's and all the rest of it. We had a case catalogue and we would go through the to- toy section at the back and the aim of the game was you'd go through each page and you were allowed to pick one thing off each page in the catalogue and you'd go through and obviously go through the girly section past that bit. But every now and again you'd come across the Action Man page or the Star Wars page or the Transformers page and you used to be able to pick or circle certain presents that you wanted and obviously um, my mum and dad used to be able to pick up on things that I was after but I have to say I was very very spoilt as a child our Christmases especially were amazing but going back to what you were saying Stu about kids being taken into shops and being bought toys just off the cuff these days as if it's nothing that was a bit like me when I was little it, 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 it certainly felt like that you know if there was something I really wanted and I, I asked nicely enough invariably I used to get it so yeah I was very lucky but it was all good until you discovered the lingerie section in the case catalogue he was about 13. <laughs> I, to, to be honest with you, mate, I was well into my 20s before that sort of stuff was um, ever any interest. We had the K's catalogue, and I think it was the K's one and the Littlewoods. And it was always the K's seemed a little bit racier from the uh, ladies um, the ladies of the K's catalogue anyway. I quite like that. Anyway, yeah, so K's catalogue, lovely. That was good. Good times. K's, Argos and Littlewoods, wasn't it? They were the ones. Yeah, I used to love chopping up a catalogue, especially if someone then wanted to go and read it. It was in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> read a catalogue. Oh, yeah, from mean. front to back. Have you seen <laughs> that? Um, I mean, the Argos catalogue is obviously gone now, but um, have you seen there's a, a website online which has got every Argos catalogue, every page you can turn through. Yeah. So you can go back to all the Christmases from when you were growing up and see and what yeah. was, because I think around 84 ish when Grant was just saying about getting the rank on that, I got into He Man. I had, no, I was, I, we were spoiled at Christmas and birthdays and I think 84 was the Christmas I got Snake Mountain and Castle Grayskull and like all of the first wave of figures and just um, I got photos of just all those toys probably switching over at that point but love it absolutely love a Christmas catalogue that Argos thing really excites me you, I, I log on to it and then you're like two hours later you're like my wife sends my child out to come and look for me <laughs> like, oh I found Argos catalogues and some of, what, what's amazing about it though is you go through them 
you see like the evolution of things like technology. Yeah. You know, you you be like, wow, look at that video player, and it's like 1983, and it's like 800 quid. I think the evolution of the television, if you go yeah. back and look at that, from those tiny small screens to suddenly those massive wide screens with the biggest backs on them, and then like literally two years later, you've got no back at all. It's just those <laughs> television screens are incredible on there. I've looked at those. You're talking about technology. The phones are the other one. They're really yeah. interesting going through the years. And also the... Um... I think you know what's even what's interesting now is you probably if you got the Argus catalog today, I don't even know if they still do them. But because all of these toys have gone retro, whether it's Star Wars or Ghostbusters or He-Man or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, catalogs probably look quite quite similar. Yeah, they don't actually have a catalog anymore, do they? They just have their like seasonal favourites. So there's a bit of a toy one at the moment. So I still flip, I still flip straight to the back though and go to the toys. Can't help it. Can everybody yeah. remember telephone tables when you used to have a telephone table in your house? Yeah. Normally in the hallway, yeah. if you had like room. a little bench with like a bedside cabinet stuck to the end of it, and yeah. so you could put all your directories and stuff. And the phone was in one central part of the house. Yeah, yeah. and if you were, if you were like a, I'm going to use the word courting. I think that's good here. Um, you're seeing a you're seeing a, a girl. You're like you'd have to have your phone call in the middle of the hall where everyone's passing it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean there were six of us in our house, so you kind of like there wasn't anywhere quiet to go. I never had that trouble. No, no, obviously I didn't want to ask. I can, I can see why, mate. Yeah, it's really, it's really weird as well because a lot of the idiot catalogs is like gifts for men, and you've got like all different kinds of cigarette and cigar gifts. Which you yeah, never get anything like that today. No, we should we should definitely do an Argos catalog uh, reminisce show. Go through them and a case catalog as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> right. So let's bring it back on on track a little bit. Um, last year we talked about where in the UK you could get your, your gifts this year for Star Wars. One of the ones I, I noticed we recorded last year was Debenhams, which is another store we've lost in the last 12 months. I know they didn't hold a lot, but you could go in there and find toys in there. So I personally think Smiths since last year are stocking more Star Wars stuff than they did. Anyone else notice that? My my Smiths has definitely gone from a bit of a builder blade to a section now. Yes, definitely. Seeing almost, You're seeing a lot more Black Series in there, a lot more vintage collection, all the Mission Fleet stuff. Just after we recorded the last show, it, it blew up a little bit. But yeah, it seems to have, it's a little bit stagnant in terms of turnover. But yeah, there's definitely more of it than this time when we recorded last year. That's down to the consumer though, isn't it? We're not, yeah, we're not buying stuff. We mentioned it before, I think, um, with the entertainer has the same stuff on the shelves. But I mean, they stock it. I mean, the popular figures have all gone. So when you, yeah. you know, whether it was a, a Bo Katan or something like that, all those figures are gone. I think it's just a load of Rays and Moff Gideons at the minute. Grant just said it about an Argos catalogue this year, actually. Yeah, you do have in my Smiths, it's got star wars and then you've got he-man origin figures and then there's a load of transformers so it's kind of um it is a nice little browse down down that aisle are, are kids actually buying these toys or is it adult collectors well that's a question isn't it my lad has got a um my lad and daughter they've got a box of star wars figures mixed from modern to vintage and they've been playing with them loads recently and he keeps whenever he comes shopping with me he's like oh can i have a mandalorian three and three quarter inch figure or and stuff so he's definitely be getting a few bits and pieces in there he now wants a uh, FX lightsaber for his bedroom wall. Yeah, nice to see. Harrison's got a mixed bag. He's, he's he's after the bad batch figures at the minute, so he's got a couple of them already, and there's a couple more on his Christmas list. So yeah, they're they're the yeah he's definitely into them. There's definitely kids playing with toys, or certainly children of Star Wars fans playing with toys. Yeah, probably not as many as uh, what you think. I mean, the origin figures. I don't know any children that are, that are playing with them. 
but I'm it's sure. nice to see them. I mean, the Transformers are super popular. These new ones they've done for this Netflix series, they're they're they're, they're moving quite quickly. But Transformers has had a pretty steady fan base, hasn't it? My lad had Transformers growing up, and that's not in relation to me. I've got all my Transformers, but he's never played with them. The the, the retro figures that came out, did they actually do the twelve packs? Wasn't it the retro line? Yeah. Both in the UK and in the States, those retro figures were available in sort of like the men's clothing sections of department mm. stores. Both Tesco and Asda, I've seen a lot of the um, the retro lines in them. They seem to have a steady flow of them in there. Tesco's have got the Mandalorian ones in the toy section, so they're not separated out in the men's section, so they're actually in the, with, the to- with the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, so other stores. I mean, there is there is stores. I went into, see, my local HMV shut down, but I was in a town the other day and I went into one of them, and they've got quite a lot of uh, bits and pieces in there now. Kind of, they're downstairs, hasn't really got any music or video anymore. It's all kind of pop culture items. I see a lot of guys posting up pictures of vintage collection figures. I've not been on a HMV for ages, but yeah, it looks like they're selling action figures now as well. Yeah, they have got vintage collection in there, yeah. JD Sports. <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah, that's a random, on their website. They're selling some vintage collection at the minute. Yeah, I got a, a Black Series Hoff Rebel Trooper off it today. That came up in our feed. Is, uh, is Zavi still going as well? That was the old yeah. version of Megastore? Yeah, you've got Zavi, other places, Amazon, Forbidden Planet. You've then got the independent stores, you know, the Leicester Vintage Toy Shop, if people do on vintage. Dave Tree's all the cool stuff. I mean, he's he does pre-orders and all the, uh, the toy lines, don't you? Star Action figures are still out there. Comics and cocktails. I mean, there's... There is a lot of places to get them online. It's just, um, I would just love to see a Toys R Us or something back. Well, did, did, there was a news article, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, was it last week? Saying, in the, well, the Daily Mail of all things, saying it might come back to the UK because it's still in Canada. That's right. Yeah, never shot in Canada, did it? No. And maybe, you know, it was sort of like the hegemony of the US brand had, had probably, you know, taken it too far, but maybe some of the smaller countries could, could still facilitate a Toys R Us. I mean, does feel a bit of a gap. It was quite exciting going there. I read that article. It was um, alluding to the fact that they were saying that an Australian company's bought it. I have to watch this space. Something we'll um, maybe keep an eye on in the modern way over the over the months. To- Toys R Us, especially for when there was a, a new movie, couldn't beat it. They always had that Star Wars. Well, even during like the six, seven years ago, just before Disney bought it. I mean, they still had a section. Yeah go and have a little gander yeah the other place there is that wasn't around last year is hasbro pulse so we've got hasbro pulse uk now not particularly cheaper than buying them from the independence but if you take out their premier membership you get free postage and things like that so if you're buying lots of figures it's a way of making it work going back to toys r us part of that i think when it was the christmas advert for toys r us with uh the woman singing about all these things and you know jeffrey and all and it was just that was the excitement of you know, you, you, the kids had an advert dedicated to them. It was like that whole when Coke first had their advert about holidays are coming. You know, that that was great. I mean, I remember when Bristol Cribs Causeway had one of the first Toys R Uses, and uh, the locals kicked off because the the sign, the big, the big sort of neon, well not neon, but the big bright coloured sign. Apparently, it was too bright when they first opened the store and uh, locals complained about this Toys R Us being too bright and keeping people up at night. So they had to turn it down slightly. That just, just those Christmas adverts were uh, nostalgia enough. It had to be quite bright, didn't it? Because Jeffrey and his helpers are in there restocking the shelves. That's right. That, that Cribs Causeway one, I went there for Midnight Madness for The Force Awakens. And, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I remember Jedi News were there saying that they had loads of stock. And we went in there and they didn't have hardly any stock. We had the same problem. Me and Dan went to where do we go, Dan? Brent Cross. Brent Cross, yeah. We went in there and he had like they literally had one of each Black Series figure, didn't they? There's a magical place we're on our way there with toys in the middle. 
get on to the guys see last year we just did a countdown of five this year three main presents so kind of 20 25 pound upwards and then three stocking fillers 20 25 pound below then something a bit left field so dan i'm coming to you first so you've got preschool up to about the age of five then i've got the ravensburger star wars mandalorian child mini memory game so yeah you get 48 cards all got various images from the mandalorian on there and yeah you can play snap with it you can play the memory game and do pairs for eight quid so not a bad price that on Amazon. I love a game of pears. Very I good, I am at that. Kids mm. love it, don't they? Especially when you can smash them at it. You got good in there, Dan. The reviews are very good. There's a lot of happy people buying that memory game. You can't beat it, can you? For eight quid as well. What a, what a brilliant gift. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Next then was, it was not a toy, but I thought it was a nice little stocking filler. It's a nightlight and Mandalorian. I mean, it's all different ones. If you go on Amazon, there's probably about, there's probably about 20 different Star Wars ones. So I saw a Death Star one, Millennium Falcon, all sorts. I think my boy's got the Millennium Falcon one and it's just a, a simple little 3D lamp. So kids get scared at night. So you've got a nice, nice little image of the Mandalorian and a child in the darkness. And it comes with a little remote control. You can change the colours on it. You can set it to switch off when they've when they've fallen asleep. And that is seventeen ninety nine, which I thought was a nice little gift. I do like that. That's actually very similar to one which I've got later on because every generation, every age group needs lights. So yeah, good one there. I like the fact that you can change the colour. You can get it to scroll through the colours as well. They're pretty, yeah, pretty nifty. Depending on your mood, you mean red mm. is like jazz, isn't it? Angry, kind of got. <laughs> Like the, the pinky one's a bit chilled, a bit like Grant, you know, having a doobie. Either. <laughs> Gold's like Mark, kind of like oh, another day. Golden age, golden got girl. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. got to get up. No, that's good. That's good, uh, Dan. So then the next one, I'm going to jump over to Shop Disney now for a Disney Store Grogu convertible fleece throw from The Mandalorian. So this is a, a nice little fleece blanket with, with images of, of Baby Yoda or Grogu on there. And it all folds up and goes into a, a little bag that looks like Baby Yoda in his in his crib. So I thought that was a nice gift for younger ones, like a blanket, don't they? My daughter would love that. She has a about this time last year. Do you remember I bought the um, the plush Baby Yoda? Mm, mm. She she still goes around with it. And she puts it to bed. So uh, that is the kind of ideal blanket for her to cover him up that night. So the next, I know you're probably all familiar with the Galactic Heroes, the little miniature figures that come with uh, the, the, the kind of super deformed ships. They do large versions of these. Now, so 10 inch versions. I bought a couple of them for my nephew last Christmas, but they've got a Darth Vader, a Chewbacca, and a Stormtrooper. I've put the link in for the Darth Vader one. So these are 10 inches tall. The prices jump around quite a bit on these. So when I looked yesterday, they were 12 quid. Then earlier on, they were up to 21, and now they're down to 19.89 on Amazon. But you can get good deals on these. But yeah, they're they're, they're pretty robust. Um, five points of articulation, and yeah, kids can just smash them together. And and uh, yeah, I know my little nephew loved the hell out of his. They also do Power Rangers ones and Marvel Hero ones. I think there's a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man one. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty cool. That was one of my main presents. So you might want to buy two of those if you get them cheap. You could probably get a two for one on those. Face then, quite Macquarie kind of lives, isn't it? The, uh... With the red eyes as well. Yeah. And they're pretty good for, you know, three or four year old. 
and then the next one is a new item. I only saw this yesterday. Um, it's not released yet. It did say that it was coming out on the 11th of December, but that's switched now to the 28th. So it might miss Christmas, but I'm going to cross my fingers and hope it comes out before then. This is, I've not seen a toy like this before. So this is a, um, in the new colours, if you like, for Boba Fett in his book of Boba Fett fatigues with a bright green and, and black under undersuit. Um, it's called a voice cloner. So I think it's a bit like the scream saber. saber. We've, I think we've discussed it before. And you basically you say something into the back of it and it repeats it back to you in a, I'm assuming they're going to make it sound like Tamura Morrison. And it's also got a, a rocket pack that fires a missile out the top of it, a soft squeeze or an air-powered soft rocket launcher. Um, so that's 40, 44.99 at the moment. Um, and yeah, it's got it's gone pre-order at the moment, but hopefully, fingers crossed, that's out before Christmas. I think it looks pretty cool. 12 inches tall. I've not seen that before. I'm guessing that's as part of these Bounty Hunter Fridays or whatever they're having this year it's, it's, instead of False Friday. So I think every Friday leading up to and through the release of Mandalorian into January, they've got a, they're releasing more items. My final item is the Razor Crest in the Mission Fleet. Spoken about the Razor Crest quite a bit on this show with the Hasbro Pulse, but here's another way of getting a, a Razor Crest if you missed out on the Pulse. Stu, you might have to get one of these. <laughs> so these are everywhere. So I think I've seen them in Tesco. They've got them in Smith's and also on Amazon. They're around 40 quid. It's got a couple of rocket launches on the front and the back and comes with a Mandalorian and Grogu little action figure. I'm going to big these these toys up, actually. We've got the Mando speeder bike set and the Boba Fett set. They're well made. They're made, made, made little toys for, for kids. How much was this one down at the moment? It's on Amazon. It's 4102. <laughs> random. I, I I had these last year, didn't I, in my countdown? And I think yes. I bought Falcon up at the time, which I think was about forty pound. Now in Asda at the moment, the Falcon is down to twenty quid, which mm. is a great price. These aren't for the collector's market. Having them had them in hand, no. But they're definitely um they're definitely nice toys for the age yeah, age absolutely. range. And then my left field item is a bike. So it's a Huffy bike. It's a Darth Vader Huffy bike. So it's got a nice big Darth Vader mask on the on the front. Um, it's got 12-inch wheels and it's got, yeah, splashes of red through it. And on the seat, it says, you underestimated the power of the dark side. Well, it's a nice bike. It's 200 quid mine, but, you know, it's got a little basket in the front so you can put your action figures in it. The handles have got Star Wars written into the, into the, the handlebars. Um, yeah, I think it's a nice bike, 200 quid. But, you know, what little Star Wars fan that's going to love that? Is it the same Huffy as the vintage Huffy business that made the speeder bikes? Honestly, I don't know. It's got to have something to do with them, though, right? It says brand Huffy. There can't be too many Huffies going around selling bikes. I've just opened up the reviews. The top review is the handbrakes do not work. And the second one says, worse than normal wear and tear. It's practically falling apart. That's negative, people. <laughs> it's got five stars. It's got like four. It's got 64 reviews, averaging 4.5. It's a kid's push bike. We've seen the scene in Santa Claus the movie when <laughs> old Dudley Moore's machine isn't quite go right and all the yeah. kids on their bikes falling off them in a cold Christmas day. Yeah. But it's all right. It's a kid's bike. What more do you want? Exactly. Said Dan Burgess. Yeah. Okay. Well done, Dan. Some nice, uh, nice bits there.
Let's crack it on. So primary age, kind of six to 11, we gave you, Mark. Last year you had your son's age. So uh, this year we've gone a bit lower. When you gave me this list, I went through this with the frame of mind that this would be stuff that I would buy rather than just bestsellers or what looks cool or is uh, trending at the moment. I, I wanted to be stuff that I would want to buy for either myself or my kids. So the first thing I'm going to go for is uh, on the um, Disney site and it's based on something, one of the um, creatures you used to get at uh, the Disney park, the Galaxy's Edge uh, thing. And I, I'm, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but it's Crike, Crike, a spider creature from Mandalorian season two, uh, which was based on the Macquarie spiders from The Empire Strikes Back. You know the portfolio. He, he had those uh, very strange-looking spiders on Dagobah. Very much based on one of those. And this thing is um, battery-operated, and it sort of scuttles around, and it comes in a really beautifully designed case that looks like a cage with a little handle at the top. Really, really fantastic thing. I'm, I'm half tempted to get one of these myself. And like I say, they are uh, available directly from Disney for 19 uh, Second one. Now, this is not an item that I've ever come across before, but thinking about it, I wonder why, because it's such a sort of perennial favourite is Kaplunk, and this one's obviously Star Wars Kaplunk. Not available in many places, but I have managed to find it on a place called MK Books and Toys for $24.99. And as you would imagine, it's got a Star Wars theme. It's Kaplunk, a dead simple, straightforward game, and it's in the shape of R2-D2. Dead straightforward, great fun. Um, you can't go wrong with some of these um, old games. The, the old games are the best as far as I'm concerned. And thirdly, we've got the Star Wars Nerf Mandalorian Rocket Gauntlet. And I think this is something we covered in a previous podcast. I mean, who would not want Boba Fett's uh, rocket gauntlet on their sort of wrist? Fantastic. And these are £20 currently on Amazon. So, uh, yeah, uh, I was a fun with one of those. Going up to the uh, bigger budget presents, the main presents. And again, this is something we've covered before. I'm going to go with a perennial favourite, which is Lego. Can't go wrong with Lego. Adult and children collectors. You know, can't can't be wrong. The Bad Batch Attack Shuttle set, which is currently on Smith's at the moment, and it's for around £70. So, uh, yeah, like I say, we've covered that one before. Comes with six figures, including the Gaunt Droid, a couple of speeders in there. Good-looking set. Still tempted to get this myself. It's a great build, uh, that Secondly, now, Dan beat me to this. I went for the Mission Fleet Mandalorian Razorcrest as well because I think the age range sort of crossed over a bit. I might be wrong. So, yeah, Dan's already got that one covered. Third one is a bit of a strange one, really. This is the Star Wars Galactic Snacking Grogu, a nine and a quarter inch tall animatronic toy with over 40 sound and motion combinations and interactive accessories. And this isn't a game as such, it's just a, a very cute looking plastic rendition of Grogu, which you are able to feed and interact with. My little girl's got a similar thing for, it's like a teddy bear where it'll sit there and if you don't mess mess around with it for a while, it'll start making noises at you and ask you to play with it and stuff. So this is a similar kind of thing. These are not cheap. They are £85 and available from Argos at the moment.
And my left field oddball item, it's not really a toy or anything like that, but it's something that I think a, a lot of kids would quite like in the room, a lot of Star Wars fans. I'm quite partial to this as well. It's the Star Wars logo light, which is available from Argos at the moment, which is uh, £20. And this is basically the classic Star Wars logo, uh, three dimensions, and it's plug-in, basically light ornament. And I would imagine that would look fantastic in any kid's bedroom. I saw that earlier on, Mark, that Star Wars logo. Yeah, I thought that would look quite smart in any room, really. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, yeah, it, it is, um, yeah, definitely one which I thought, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, and I hadn't seen that before. I've seen it in a few places um, today, but I I think it's definitely, even though that logo's been around for a while, I haven't seen it advertised like that or in a product like that before. No, and I think for 20 quid, it's, it's a good little stocking filler, that. Nice. So that brings us to Jez. So Jez, you've got like secondary age, kind of teenage, 12 to kind of 17. I know you've been really delving into this, Jez. So uh, <laughs> yeah, very excited by your list. What do you want to go for first? Do you want to go for the stocking fillers or the main? Should we, should we go stocking fillers? Yeah, I was racking my brains. I think I was overthinking this because, yeah, the age group you gave me was 15-year-olds to 17-year-olds. And I thought, right, slap bang in the middle. Got a boy and a girl because, you know, I was thinking about it. And, you know, if I thought about this a few years ago, I would have probably just been thinking about male toys. But, you know, as Star Wars is diversifying massively and it's, you know, for all generations and all genders, I was like, right, OK, I'm going to try and get out there and see what I can find. But if I was to say to my kids, what do you want? You know, what do you want from a Star Wars point of view? At this age group, they would probably turn their nose up, I would have thought, uh, just because for them, it's more about the disposable stuff be it you know what they're catching up with stuff online it's a lot to do about being connected being out there and as they're now starting to go towards thinking about being out and about a little bit more maybe a bit of employment and maybe uh, starting to potentially look at getting a car so for me star wars probably wasn't ticking their boxes and very much like way back when in the 80s when we were all then maybe drifting away from star wars that's probably about the same age group which i'm looking at if i'm going for stocking fillers though we've already said two people have already mentioned lights and uh yeah i had looked at quite a few different lights before and uh what i'm going to do is i'm going to drop into our chat this one which i've seen on etsy there were loads of different ones which were available and again my kids have lights in their room as in like, we've all got lights in our room but no they're, they're a massive fan now of these uh, sort of you know brightly colored lights to sort of go with their mood or to go with music and again so this is what you're looking at here is a personalized Star Wars BB-8 nightlight where at the bottom you can actually have your name as part of it when you order it. It's really, really decent and, and it's got all these different, um, it's a remote control feature, lots of different lights uh, available, lots of different colors and uh, it could be for anyone's bedroom. So yeah, four different modes, 16 different colors um, and it can be USB or batteries. And actually for 19.99, again, that that could be for all of the age groups. And as we said, you know, from the very, from the very youngest to get a light like that. Yeah, really, really nice. So uh, that's something decent. Now, here you go. For those people struggling to get something for their sort of teenagers, always in their room and always on their mobile phone. Well, I was thinking the chances are they've often been out. Oh, can I charge my phone? My phone's out of charge. So here you have Kylo Ren power bank, which is actually really, really cool because it's a social power bank as well, because you can have two things charging off it at the same time. It's a it's a really, really decent uh, power bank, which is currently in the sale. So you know, bargain for mum and dad. 
And uh, so it's normally £25. It's currently £14.99 and just a couple of pound pa uh, poster packaging. But this thing with the Kylo Ren design on it, when you've got something plugged in and it's charging or being charged, Kylo Ren's lightsaber, the LED in that sort of lights up. And it's, it's just it's just something a bit different. And I know that my kids would use that. So I think from a, a toy point of view, it's pretty, pretty good. And then the other one going for teenagers is uh, my daughter's already lost her official Apple ones, which are great because they're not cheap. So AirPod cases, lots of kids nowadays have AirPod headphones, the AirPod cases, and rather than go around with the, um, the proper charging case all the time, which usually costs about 60, 70 quid, you can buy lots of different ones. I, I've shown you guys a Mandalorian helmet, but I've seen a Darth Vader helmet, Stormtrooper helmet, and a uh, Grogu helmet as well. So from stocking filler point of view, I think these are relevant for kids uh, and for the teenagers, and they would absolutely use them. And again, these things aren't going to break the bank. They value between, say, eleven ninety nine and fourteen ninety nine. So these ones I've seen on truffleshuffle.co.uk, and there's iwantoneofthose.com as well. So loads of places where you can get those. So three little, uh, three little stocking fillers for you. What do you think of those? I like them. I like the charging bank. I think that's a great little. Uh, yeah, well, it was quite tough when I found out earlier on. Yeah, yeah. iwantoneofthose.com. So uh, yeah, check it out. Fifteen quid, and uh, apparently it's a pretty decent charging bank. I don't know how many charges you can get out of one of those but i mean even for a convention or something like that you know if we're going away if you're at a farmer's farm doing loads of recordings and and this that, and the other yeah it's, it could be for any of us 15 quid bargain i think you're going to buy one of those aren't you Stu? very tempted yes yeah very tempted yeah right so shall i go on to the main ones the main oh, I, love, I would love that <laughs> okay right so i'm going to bring up the link now so classic for everyone everyone's little favorite r2d2 lego all right so it's the new 50th anniversary r2d2 lego is 179.99 i think from a generational point of view r2d2 has just been you know ubiquitous he's, he's just there isn't he he's omnipresent throughout the saga and this little chap it says 18 plus i'm sure it's gonna be i've read some reviews where it says yeah you know 10 year old could do this easily enough 2314 pieces great little thing the item number for those of you who follow these things is 75308 that's the one i'm talking about but this arty unit i love the fact that it's Yes, it's got all the features, it's got all the bells and whistles, it's got various different compartments which are coming out, it's got a sensor scope which pops up, it's got a lightsaber which pops up, but also the third leg, the retractable leg, so you can have that up or down, and it comes with a great little 50th anniversary plaque. So it just it just looks great, and from a Lego point of view, I've always thought that Lego was really, really expensive, but from what you get with this, actually I think that price point is really good. So it stands about 13 by 8 inches, and it's had 70 five-star reviews, three one-stars, where people have said, oh, a few bits were missing and stuff. So generally, it's been uh, it's been very well-received a bit. So, uh, yeah, Lego R2-D2. The um, things like the tractable leg and that are, they're so good, aren't they? They're little bits. I mean, I've got the um, children bought me the BB-8 a yeah. few years back. It's in the same scale as this, comes with a little plaque and everything. And he's got the little uh, thumb with a little flame that comes out of his body when you turn his front part. And oh, genius, yeah, yeah, yeah. Genius bit of engineering to be built into it. 
and it looks like that's got the same uh, same sort of uh, setups on that. Yeah, quite like that. I like when I when I was looking at that, there was a uh, what really sold it for me. There was a, a video which came with it, so I clicked on that. I was like, oh wow, wow! They had me at the middle leg, and uh, that's not something I've ever said before. <laughs> um, but it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really really good. I'm gonna move on to the next piece now, which again, just thinking about my kids and thinking about you know what they're up to and stuff like that. This connected world. Garmin do a great range of kids bands from really really young ones you know just little tracking devices and step devices and stuff and this is a, uh, a garmin smartwatch which you know you, you could say I, I don't know how much these latest apple watches are but this is from a fitness tracker and from a connected point of view it's um very comparable but almost certainly cheaper but it's got a really really great star wars theme to it they also did a vader one but i was just wanted to focus and bring this to the fact that this you know, we are moving away now just from just sort of the, the masculine presence, so to speak. Uh, so this is, yeah, 329.99. And uh, yeah, they did a Darth Vader one, but this can connect to your Spotify, this can connect to your, to your phone, to your emails, to your texts. It's got safety functions as well. Uh, so with regards to, you know, tracking, um, looking after your kids, making sure that they're safe. Batteries on them last for ages, um, but it's got lots of different Star Wars functions with regards to the app, so you can customise it. There's lots of things to this, you know, they can set up Garmin Pay, you know, make your kids, make your teenagers feel like they've got that little bit more independence and smart notifications all over it. So from a fitness point of view as well, you know, I think as children start to see it now that they're, they're thinking about their health a little bit more as well, I know that mine my two are and so it goes into a great deal of detail probably more than they need in some respects but you know i've had a garmin now for five years so these things will hopefully grow with them and the star wars are subtle enough the star wars elements to it that it's just it's, it's not like one of those things where i would have thought in a year or so they'll be embarrassed about it so i just think the range of garmin watches is definitely something which you could look into i think are really really smart but you guys weren't expecting me to show you one of those i want one of those now yeah, nice. Cool. No. Yeah, they're all right, aren't they? So the, the next thing which I want to look at, well, the final sort of main present, which is something which I think Dan, I think you and Stu know about. I think you've probably even got them, which are the Oculus 2 uh, virtual reality headsets, which start from 299.99 and go to 399.99, depending on the storage which you have with them. And I know that these now come with five, I believe, five different Star Wars games. So you've got the Vader immortalize or the vader unleashed i think is one two and three there's a pinball one but there's a galaxy's edge game as well now Stu, i actually want to ask you about these buddy because is that right do you have one of these and would you recommend them well last christmas my lad wanted a ps5 and i couldn't for the life of me get hold of one so we bought one of these to kind of um you know to fill that to fill that gap i what i would say is we've got the the bigger memory and i would recommend that if anyone was i know it's another hundred pound but I've, I have read things that the, the cheaper one is soon fills up. But we've got all of the Star Wars games except the pinball. They're brilliant. They're not very long, but immersing yourself in a, a VR um, Star Wars world. I mean, the Vader Immortal trilogy is brilliant. My lad plays that all the time. But the Galaxy Edge one is just amazing. I mean, you start off, you walk into a cantina and like you have an interaction with the barman and like you can just turn around and walk around and see, you know, the, these worlds like they're like you are in them. I, I can't I, I think they're amazing my lad loves his oculus it was a uh, i was glad that the playstation was sold out i managed to get off his birthday 
So he's he's all made up with that. But the Oculus, he he goes to quite a lot, and you know some of the some of the games is up running around. So it's kind of like not just sitting there. I've had a crack at it, mate. The uh, the Vader the Vader Immortal game. It's, yeah. It is it is fantastic. It's a bit of vertigo sometimes because yeah. does 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 feel like you're you know over a lava pit with five stormtroopers shooting at you whilst you're swinging a lightsaber <laughs> around your head. But I, I loved it. I was I was quite happy just to go on to the um, tutorial where uh, where robots keep on attacking you from different directions and you just swing your lightsaber around. And it was a proper workout as well. You've also got Jez. There's, there's also a game called Beat Saber where you're holding two lightsabers. I mean, do you, you must remember the old dance mats. Yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. So you've got the controllers in your hand and they send you, you've got boxes flying at you, which are different colours. And you might have to strike your lightsabers up or out or in or cross them. And you've got to hit these targets all the time to, to progress. <laughs> and, I mean, certain songs are a lot faster. That's a brilliant game. That is great, great fun. So that's another Star Wars have, related one. Have you got so, that? You, yes. You've got that. So that would I would love to see a video of that. Because I know, remember, was it in Celebration 2016 you tried the VR headset on and ran into a wall? Ran into a wall, yeah, that's next year. That was the first ever time I'd gone on a VR. I don't know if Dan and Mark, I mean, we I knew you then, but I don't know if we... Did you go on the VR in Celebration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the ILM? lab thing they had a, yeah well, we there. went over there one morning before the place opened didn't we we managed to get in first and yeah, it was kind of like it was good they cleared you up and do you know when the storm you know the um the shuttle lands and the stormtroopers start running mm. off well i ran towards them thinking oh, i'm gonna go and get them with the lightsaber and <laughs> ran straight into the wall <laughs> <laughs> it's called virtual reality not just reality yeah <laughs> virtual insanity yeah it, so uh so that's my list Three, uh, three exciting stocking fillers and, and three main presents. I think um, I think your kids will have done well if I uh, manage to get anywhere near half that. say something left field yeah a bit left field jess what have you got a couple of different things which i've got because one thing just came to me earlier on so what i have first of all i was like right what i like to do sometimes when you're in a queue you know then, then kids can be queuing or, or doing something or going away can't be every now and then just to whip out a packet of cards be it playing cards or top trumps or something like that and 
it'll be one of those things which kids just wouldn't think about at all but actually when you do it they, they could be invested in and be like oh right yeah okay and, I, and i've seen that you know when i've been away and taking the kids to sort of theme parks or what have you and we just got them out so i could just i think it'd be one of those times where you know i can imagine seeing my son would be out with all of his mates and they'd be doing something and often you know we see we think of this generation just conversing with each other via texting each other even though they're only like you know two meters apart in that sort of generation constantly on the phone but to get out something which is physical thing which they could just have in their back pocket and just play top trumps or any type of card game would be uh would be something a bit different which they hadn't seen and and could you describe that now in the 21st century is a little bit out there so yeah top trumps mandalorian top trumps which top trumps have gone up in price now these are 8.99 to 9.99 or just quite simply waddington's star wars mandalorian cards i've, I've got these to show you on both so uh yeah the mandalorian waddington's playing cards are just 3.99 so uh, these are available right now at winningmoves.co.uk and loads of other places as well so um, you could just get some of those and yeah four quid mandalorian star wars playing cards you never know when you need playing cards I love a playing card. Definitely playing a bit of strip poker this farthest from coming, Jez. <laughs> I might have to get my buff on a little bit, you know, get back to the gym. I think we're all carrying a little bit of COVID away <laughs> there. So, uh, yeah, maybe. But, you know, there's also Mandalorian top trumps. It's just like, you know, you're looking at, again, some of the old... Um, characters and and just i don't know it's just that whole reminiscing thing and 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 we're like oh wow i just think they're nice nice little stocking fillers i know that we've already done that but just something a little bit different to again take us back to simpler times but if you were something completely left field for me this age group with the kids with 15 and 17 is treasuring those moments which you get rarely now when you've got kids who are like five six seven you know you're with them all the time you're out you're doing this and the other but they're such independent people now so for us if it's a case of right yeah we're going off we're having a day out in london and i think from star wars connection point of view to say right kids uh, i've bought us all some tickets to um, madden two swords which i think would be you know a great little gift for someone to have like in um in a christmas card or something like that so you can get um, Madden Two Swords tickets for 30 quid and uh, and it really really is a great day out and I think you know you guys might have seen from where my kids were there when they were really young when Madden Two Swords first started with the Star Wars thing and now they went back just a couple of weeks ago and you see them same poses but just like five six years apart for me that's that's really really priceless you know so uh, yeah something a little bit different they get something physical give them a Star Wars treat day out Madame Two Swords in London can't beat an experience nice well done Jez lovely items in there a couple I've not seen before so that makes us adult Grant could be the nicest bit to research I always think on this uh, this gift code I mean there's no I bet you've got loads more than three I, I think I think Jez has just ruined it for me because like his are way better and also far more applicable to adults than, than my choices <laughs> Sorry about and, that. and I could actually say, oh, you could actually tell. It's like, oh, wow, you can tell that Jez has been buying Christmas presents for for, for young people for the last fifteen years. Well, I haven't because uh, they were they were amazing choices. Okay, so bit of an issue with finding products actually for, for the adult market that's licensed anyway, and that's pretty much down to you know Disney and Lucasfilm always saying that they don't want to promote anything sort of decadent you know they would never promote things like you know zippo lighters or anything to do with gambling or anything like that so 
I had a bit of a think around, but uh, I, I should have stolen your list, mate. We should have traded because I think mine's a bit more applicable to the secondary school list. But first, first up, anyway, is the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars X-Wing miniature games. So this is comes as a main present. So this is a, a tabletop tactical ship-to-ship dogfighting miniature game. Uh, it's a bit like uh, the PC game X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, but on a table. If you can remember that old PC game from mid-90s. This first came out in uh, 2012. It's a dice-rolling game, similar to sort of Warhammer. It's sort of like miniature spaceships flying around a, a, a table on a, like a like a turn-based strategy. Uh, they released the second issue of the game in 2018, which has sort of like new rules, but you can still use the miniatures. And it's had uh, multiple expansion packs, and the expansion packs are based on bringing new ships and vehicles into the game itself. So your core set is actually quite cheap. You can get a core set for about £30, and then you can find the, the, the sort of smaller uh, ships like A-Wings and X-Wings for about £10. And then you've got your sort of more expensive capital ships that start going for £50 and up. It's incredibly popular at the moment. Uh, a lot of sort of like the role-playing fans sort of enjoy playing this as sort of like a Warhammer substitute. Uh, I've got a, a small trailer for it as well. Control the most advanced starfighters and skilled pilots in the galaxy. In the Star Wars X-Wing Miniatures game, you will command a group of merciless Imperial or daring rebel pilots in furious ship-to-ship space combat. Take control of TIE Fighters, X-Wings and other ships from the Star Wars universe and pit them against each other in thrilling tactical battles. Win by eliminating all of your opponent's ships or complete the objectives in one of X-Wing's pre-generated missions. The X-Wing core set includes all the components necessary for two players to get started as well as several missions offering unique victory conditions. to have a game of that we've already just mentioned london celebration back in 2016 i think it was alongside our booth there that we had they had one of these laid out didn't they do you remember grant they had a big setup of it next to us yeah i've, yeah, they I've did. never played it have you ever played it no i haven't played it but it's something you know i was i was big into warhammer in my early teens but i know a lot of uh people i work with and stuff they have their own clubs and play some of the the games whether it's the games workshop games like blood bowl or warhammer or some of the other sort of supplies you know that do things like vampire the masquerade but this x-wing game is actually it's it's extremely popular it's uh sort of like a bit of a star wars subculture there um but we were in uh chicago when was that 2018 for yeah, celebra- yeah. Cele- yeah celebration 2018 i went over and i looked at the stall and like the miniatures are really nice actually especially they had like a you know, super star destroyer there which was you know massive being compared to the other ships but they also, uh, what, what, what's fun about it for the Star Wars fans is they, they won't just stick to your main uh, vehicles in in the films. They'll go, you know, they'll grab some expanded universe 90 ships and add those to it. So I think for, for, for people who are really into all the ships and vehicles and stuff and, t- you know, tabletop games, and especially with, uh, you know, I think maybe the younger generations are more into their iPhone and their, you know, uh, buy to win sort of free download games and all that kind of stuff i think this is a, a an alternative that probably would appeal to some of the sort of older generation i don't know if you if you'd agree with that i'm a bit out of touch with it all no definitely don't know what the others think when i was that age probably i, I remember getting the warhammer stuff and so on they had the, they didn't have with the west end games was a similar kind of thing wasn't it? he had all the figures and i wasn't very artistic though i always i always messed up the painting of it did these come pre-painted or are they uh yeah yeah that's i uh, mean i i used to like painting the miniatures but these these can pre-painted and they, you know they look they look pretty good and 
you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot more than just rolling the dice. You know, you've been, as you could probably help us with all the terminology of, of, of flying around and, and dives and all that kind of stuff. And I, I'd have probably mm-hmm. been in on that stuff then. But wait, I don't know, maybe we should get some and have a go. I was just about to suggest that maybe 2022, we, uh, we do make a pledge to get together and have a game of this. Yeah, yeah, why not? I bet your Dan loses. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jez will lose because you'll bring a bloody rebel transporter to the fight. And a vehicle maintenance energizer. I love it all. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we will, we will be climbing and descending. We'll be doing various different maneuvers. Maneuvers, which, that's uh, it. Uh, so, so that was the first main present, and I, I think there's a wide spectrum there. And uh, and the, I think my second one is much much in the same vein as the first one. And I think you can you can sort of like buy entry level, you know, or or gift entry level. Uh, products that might actually inspire you know uh, the person receiving the gift to, to dive a bit deeper and, and get interested in it so the next one is the bandai model kits you know remember back in the day we've had like ertl and all of these different other uh, companies come out and and build model kits so these these the license at the moment seems to be a bandai now bandai is a chinese company which i believe is named after a, a famous mountain in japan uh bandai was founded in 1950 and was making sort of textiles and then from textiles they sort of moved into outdoor toys and then onto action figures and then onto models now interestingly enough uh poppy which is the company that made the empire strikes back kenner figures for the for the japanese market that's actually a subsidiary of bandai which is something i didn't know and those were the figures that obviously came in a, a box rather than uh, you know a figure on a in a blister on a card so you know Bandai's evolved quite a lot since it's, uh, since it was founded and its inception. You know, they they also moved into the video game market as well. They were behind issuing Street Fighter Two on the Super Nintendo in the early '90s, which was a pretty big deal at the time. I'm really interested in these model kits, and the reason why I got quite interested in these is, you know, um, you know, they, you can get the original model kits, and the original model kits, even the vintage ones, don't seem to hold any price. You know, you can pick them all up quite cheaply. It's probably the one thing in the vintage market. That doesn't hold its price that well at all. Or you can actually find model kits from the '90s, and you can pick them up for pennies. You just so, jinxed it now. They're going to go through the roof. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's like talking Helix again. But you know, I, I'm looking on the prop store, and I, 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 you know, obviously I get really excited by all of these prop store items. And this week, I think it's actually tomorrow, they're auctioning off a Return of the Jedi X-wing, and this is a model that has uh, like a light up. Uh, engines on the back it was used in the movie return of the jedi and it's got an estimate on it of it of, of about three hundred thousand pounds which you know i really like that but i think it's a bit expensive but what's interesting about these x-wings that they use for return of the jedi is that they were actually uh kit bashed from the x-wing models that was issued uh for star wars and empire strikes back so they took off the shelf x-wing models and then took them apart and painted them up and you know, added gimbals to them and added much more detail to them. And those are the, you know, the the models that are actually used in the film, kind of like the way they use the the Kenner diecast Tie Fighter for the Emperor's arrival uh, on the Death Star. I'd really, I really, I would really like one of those prop store three hundred thousand pound X with models. I, I, I go really well in my cast and crew cabinet, but I can't afford it. But I think these Bandai models could sit there as a as a wonderful substitute. You know, you can get these models in all different kinds of scales. I think 148 is a scale, 172 is a scale. There's videos online of people doing like amazing sort of custom jobs for it. The majority of ships that they've actually released are original trilogy 
you can get your stocking filler 20 pound model kit but then you can go to the high level model kit so we start getting the superstar destroyers with the fiber optic lights inside so you know the reason i suggested this for 70 plus once again because i think you know would this be interested for the iphone generation maybe maybe not but to me model making and model painting and all that kind of stuff is almost like a form of meditation and perhaps it's the it would appeal more to the older generation who, who wants you know an hour outside of you know bringing up kids or or, or worrying about work or something like that so I've, i thought these bandai model kits might might, might appeal to that but i i would be interested in absolutely interested in getting one um there's a there's a a facebook website where you can actually uh, send your models off to people to have them professionally painted they they come back with ilm looking models and i think for my cast and crew if i can't get that three hundred thousand pound return of the jedi x-wing maybe i'll just get one of these models and have it painted up as good as an ilm crew and save myself two thousand nine hundred and ninety nine pounds uh thoughts on that guys what do you think you, you struck a chord with me when you said about you know people nowadays just wanting that little bit of time out away from work tv phone connected and stuff and i think it's massively important and i think as people recognize that more and more from a just sort of me time a little bit of self-preservation mental health type stuff i mean that's why i think me and julie walk the dog all the time and go for runs just to get away from the phone the work the tv and stuff like that so to have something like this where you could just sit down and just make this i i think it's going to be really therapeutic yeah and if i you know okay you're looking at images there of the of the bandai models but if i just send a link in now of a prop store model and you can see there how you could easily make a prop store looking original you know return of the jedi x-wing from one of those bandai kits have it professionally painted and look as good as the ones that they used in the movie I think that would look amazing in a cabinet. Grant, you were wrong because you just said just now that, oh, yeah, you know, you're looking at these images. And and no, because of your exceptional sales pitch, I wasn't looking at images. I'm actually got Amazon open and I'm looking at the uh, Revel 01200 slash 1200 X-Wing Starfighter Star Wars Luke Skywalker model gray, gray red 1 to 72,000 scale or 1 to 72 scale X-Wing. £28, 11p. Looks amazing. It does, so, uh, with 991 ratings of, uh, yeah, just over four and a half stars. So uh, these things do look great. I can, again, yeah, price point wise, you know, 24 quid. What you've got there is a really well detailed one, which would take you longer than uh, it would uh, to put together a Lego X-Wing and probably half the price of one. So, uh, yeah, good. Definitely good call. Yeah, and, I, and some, you know, some of them come with a base that looks like it's sort of like the Death Star surface and stuff like that. I just think if you put that with some storyboards behind it or some you know, cast and crew items around it, it would look like you've got a uh, you know, screen news model. That's my, sorry, I was going to do, I was supposed to do three, but I only managed to get around to doing two. So that was the two main uh, presents. Onto the stocking fillers. So the first thing I've got up is called a Paladone RTD2 travel mug. So this is your standard travel mug. Those who commute to work still, or if you like a bit of camping, obviously it's for hot drinks. There's a lot of knockoff travel mugs out there, but this is a licensed version made from brushed steel and it's far better quality. Now, you know, I like to go hiking and camping a lot, so I buy a lot of travel mugs. I don't like cheap travel mugs, especially ones with sort of like the, the plastic interior. I think you can taste the plastic in the coffee. Uh, this has got like a steel interior to it. And I was actually gifted one of these uh, as I left my last job, but I took it camping for the first time. And I used it and it was great. And 
I'm, I'm going to say someone stole it uh, because I can't find it anymore. But it's probably highly likely I put it on the roof of my car and drove off with it, with it on the roof of my car. But these are actually really nice little stocking fillers. There's an R2-D2 one. There's a Mandalorian one. But I think they did more than that. I just couldn't find any at this time. But like I said, what you're actually paying for here is, you know, you could get a travel mode from any hiking shop for eight quid. You can get these for 10, 12 quid. They normally retail about 17 quid. But there's like indentations as well in the detail. Yeah, so it's not just like a you know a print put on the side of a, a travel mug. It, it's actual RTD2, you know. So I thought it was a great piece. And now, now I've lost it, I will actually be replacing it because it was super high quality. So next up, what, what else to get for a stocking filler? So I've gone to Regal Robot. Uh, you know, Regal, Regal Robot Art and Decor, they're famous for sort of deluxe models and ad hoc furniture. I guess you guys might have seen some of their stuff like they, they do a emperor's chair like a life-size chair just looks like exactly like the emperor's throne probably doesn't squeak either so you probably wouldn't be if i had one you probably wouldn't be picking up my squeaky chair on the on the podcast to me it's bizarre because they make some stocking fillers now i wouldn't actually buy this stuff but if i was gifted it i'd be really excited and really happy with it so they have a series of magnets and the kind of magnets you get are really i don't i don't know if it any other licensees ever ever made pieces of this so you can get things like c3 fields restraining bolt you know that that little bolt that goes on his chest you can get sort of like a replica of that or you know the mandalorian you know he's got those grenades he sticks on his belt but you know you press the button and they turn red and explode you can get like versions of that or you know magnets of wampa limbs or monster head sculpts or you can get like uh sculptures of sort of uh, the mudhorn skull or the mythosaur skull so lots of little tiny gimmicky kind of opportunities to get just really bizarre gifts really they also do sort of like wood art plaques such as you know the docking bay 94 sign or the, you know the the, the sticker that is uh, c3po removes the one for one sticker the c3po removes from the deleted scene of the empire strikes back so you can get some wood art items as well but what i'm gonna put up for you guys there is, is sort of like the the stocking for the items but like i said not something that i would i would i would buy but if one of you guys bought me one of those you haven't got long mind it's always getting towards christmas you know and they got to be posted in from america but uh yeah what, what thoughts on these really unusual i must admit you you're talking about regal robot obviously they sold a lot of them on sideshow.com but there's a piece by regal robot it's not a stocking filler piece but the amount of times i've put it in the basket and then not pull the trigger and that is the uh space slug desk organizer i don't know if you've seen oh that. yeah yeah it's so good, got like it? a part of an asteroid which you can put your paper clips and stuff in and then you've got the space slug coming out of one side and then it gives you a little tiny falcon which you could put on the end of one of your pencils so it looks like it's flying out of the um yeah. mouth of the space slug it's brilliant i absolutely um adore that piece and i, I have i know it's only a matter of time before i uh I get that ordered and sent over. And that, even it. that restraining bolt we spoke about out in the modern warfare it was the last one we did. I think we were overly impressed with that. But again, it goes in the basket and you think, oh, 30 quid for a fridge magnet. <laughs> but like you say, if someone if someone bought it for you, you'd be, you'd be brilliant. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's like, I wouldn't buy it myself, you know, but, you know, if, if, if that arrived, we'd be quite happy with that. Uh, did you see, uh, where was it? Was it, when was Celebration Orlando? 2017. Yeah, and uh, I think, was it Regal Robot that had that Dewback sofa that they made? Did you see that? A Dewback sofa? Yeah. Sounds amazing. Before we talk about stocking fillers, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, obviously you have to check out the enhanced version. Oh my just... god, I found it. What do you think of that? <laughs> Look at that. That's incredible. In the chest, man. 
<laughs> I've never seen that before. You've got a drinks holder or drinks holders. That is amazing. I don't know. I wonder <laughs> if there's a speaker. Yeah, it, that's just so good, isn't it? Some yeah. of the stuff. The Millennium Falcon um, coffee table as well, flying in the asteroids is amazing as well, isn't it? It's, it's nice to find some really sort of unique you know, stocking fillers and the chances are, what's, what's the chance of someone else buying them the same thing? Okay, here we go. The piece de resistance of the booth. That's French, which that... means totally awesome. Oh, cool. Tell me about this. So this is Dewey. Um, Dewey is a, an example of what we call our custom studio. And what that is, is a, a, a way for people to get things that couldn't be made as a sort of standard product. But with the custom studio, we can go through and do uh, really unique stuff for people that is very specialized to their interests and their loves and their space and their passions. And what we started with here was this 3D scan of the original prop head that we then had milled in a, a basic foam shape, like almost like a, a dewback marshmallow. And then uh, Richard went in and sculpted all the scales in uh, and built out the rock section, built out the whole tail. Can we sit in it? Of course. Of course. That's what for. It's like a little dewback love seat. That's Hang on. exactly what it is. Oh, I can feel the love. People have been coming through all weekend and taking pictures, and I'm so excited that folks like it. It's one of those things where somebody in our place said, what about a do-back sofa? And we're like, yes, of course, we have to make a do-back sofa. And then we went, is anyone else going to like a do-back sofa? I want a do-back sofa. Everyone loves a do-back sofa. It's awesome. I'm this very great. excited. So this will be coming to like a major retailer near you. No? No. This is a, right now, it's a one-off. And if somebody wants to take Dewey home with them, they can. What's cool is... The sky is the limit. Yeah. You know, the inspiration that comes from Star Wars and the, the original trilogy classics is bottomless for us. We have a lot of really cool concepts. We have a lot of stuff that's in the works. Um, but I'm so excited for people to start contacting us about custom stuff and telling us what they love and telling us, you know, what scenes they love, what characters they love, what obscure prop makes them excited. And then we can come up with some cool way to turn that into a functional piece that uh, they never knew they needed. It's fantastic. And again, once again, all the furniture here, everything we see is available. It's all for sale. Okay, so one from left field. I thought the sofa was the left field one. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what I've got from left field, and I'm not sure if this is from the 17 plus, but I've got the Ruby Star Wars candy bowls. So Ruby's, as we know, is that's the company behind all of the children and adult costumes that you can purchase today. But they have released a series of candy balls as well. And these sort of candy balls are 16 inches tall. And it's usually a character holding a cheap plastic bowl to put sweets in. You can get sort of Yoda, Wicket, Darth Maul, Vader, Grogu, Stormtrooper, Boba Fett, and Jawa. So I've got the Jawa, and it is cheap. You know, it's 16 inches tall, and it's 25 pounds. So you can imagine it, it's hollow, it's cheaply made. But I think I think they're pretty good. So... Are they for the 17 plus? I mean, you could probably buy them for anyone, couldn't you? I used mine to hold um, Star Wars swag. I've got a Jawa holding out a bowl, and it's absolutely full to the brim of all of the sort of buttons that we've picked up and badges that we've picked up from all of, all of the celebrations. They're fun, aren't they? Never really seen them until you bought your one and showed us that picture of you with it with your swag in it. I, I think we first saw them in Anaheim, Jess, if you remember. I think back at yeah, Anaheim for me, it was still very much like uh, vintage, 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 vintage. And now I think my eyes are opening up to so much more than vintage. Stuff like this appeals to me so much more now in 2021 than back in Anaheim. 
Yeah, they're really quite cute, you know, a bit from, I think the Wicket one's really nice. I think the Wicket one would, um, I think the Wicket and Jawa one would uh, suit most of us here, I think. I can definitely see those two in, in Stu's, I, I don't want to call it a garage because it's so much more than that in in, in Stu's presentation suite. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they're very good. You will have to replace the bowl, though. I mean, the bowl is the thinnest, cheapest, most rubbishy bit of plastic. You can imagine it going yellow 10 seconds after you take it out of the box. But maybe if it was a nice Star Wars ball of a similar size, you could replace it with. But uh, yeah, I'll put a photo online of what mine looks like with all the badges in it. It's, it's pretty cool. I just can't say no to Jawas. I think Americans must be a lot more trusting the kids to have these outside of their front door on Halloween. <laughs> Round by here, they, they, they'd nick the sweets and they'd nick, nick the holder as well, I reckon. Yeah, being your house stand at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did, uh, as we were talking though, and... and, and uh, uh, and go through the presents. That's that's all the gifts I looked up to. But it would be wrong for me not to mention as well that the original Stormtrooper beer as well, and all those different beers that we've been reviewed over the last year. The original Stormtrooper beers they've been doing sort of gift packs as well that are available over the Christmas period. Now a neighbour of mine bought me an original Stormtrooper can of beer last year, which came with a which came with a glass. And I you know what I really appreciated that. I thought it was really great. So they, they've got plenty of different gift packs with uh, that come with different size glasses and, and you know, different cans with different sort of pilsners and pale ales and all kinds of stuff in there and i think that that for your 17 plus i think that that's a really nice present as well but uh yeah that's all for me merry christmas yeah the original stormtrooper is also i don't know if you've seen it this year they've um, released a um a multi-tool it's a bit like you know like the old you said the old pen knives where you would have your thing well this has got screwdrivers and things in it and a a little useful tool, so maybe a stocking filler for your Star Wars fan dad. Yeah, don't get the Millennium Falcon bottle opener that's on Amazon. It's garbage. Right, I'm just going to point to a couple of other little bits and pieces that I've seen which can fit into different groups, but I don't know if any of you lot have ever seen the uh, the Swarovski Star Wars range, the kind of crystal kind of ornaments. Now, the layer I've always been quite tempted by because it just it's the classic layer so it's beautiful, but they do Luke and they do a Vader and they do a Han and they've got a lovely wicket. Um, they released a, a Grogu last year. But this year they've got like um they've got some beautiful busts out, Vader, Stormtrooper, and Fett. But they've also got this Millennium Falcon on a stand. I thought oh, that looks quite nice because I knew the figures were in the region of about 150 to about 300. Wow, oh, you know, a nice little ornament. So I opened up the Millennium Falcon, twelve thousand pound for a Swakowski Millennium Falcon. I could not believe it. Oh, you could almost buy your own ship for that. <laughs> um, 12,000 all in advance. But even the busts, 7,300. I'll just put you the link in because the layer, I, I still do like the layer. I think that would look quite nice on a on a display. And Wicket's, Wicket's quite cute. But yeah, do, does any of these appeal to you? No. <laughs> Not even the layer. The layer's got, probably a little bit classy for you, Dan. Yeah, about... I think they are. I've seen them in there. They, I think they, don't they sell them in... Um... Oh, I'm sure I've seen them in like H. Samuels or one of the jewel, high street jewellers and normally got them all laid out. I've seen them in a couple of places. Really the, the thing with Swarkovsky, if you put them in the right place, the light reflects through them, doesn't it, and bounces off in different... I've got, got to be honest though, mate, for a gift, yeah. Uh, if I if I had someone buy one of those for me, I'd be I'd be gutted. Because <laughs> £195.16, they, they, they could have got a better Star Wars than that. Could have got a hot toy for that. Could have got a hot toy for that, mate. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay then. So how about then, you're a Star Wars fan. Now, everybody's into Pandora. I mean, 
Jez, I'm not sure whether Jules has got Pandora bracelet, but so many people have them these days. Maybe get yourself, they've, they've released a load of Star Wars charms to go on the, um, do you all know what a Pandora bracelet is? It's basically a charm bracelet. You can get different ones. They've actually got Star Wars band with the clasp is the Star Wars logo. And you, you can, you know, you get different charms and different things. But they, they've released a, a range of Star Wars charms to go on these uh, on these bracelets. And um, perhaps one to uh, give your wife to represent you in the uh, stocking. Now, these are obviously better price than Swakowski. I'm not asking you to wear one, Grant, but they're all like 30, 40, 50 quid. Do you know what? If, you, if I was going to wear one, I'd go for Mr. T. Mr. T, right. But this is this has got a little Grogu in its crib or one standing up. They've got a little chewy. But they've also got the scene of, I think it's uh, on Hoff in, on Echo Base, Leia and Han looking like they're about to kiss on a little charm. I like the Han and uh, the uh, C-3PO and R2 one. Are they in the escape pod? That one's pretty cool. Yeah. Escape pod they're in. So they're, they're a little bit different. I know Jez is, um, has got Jules, the, uh, the Death Star for christmas because he's an old romantic uh, (laughs) yeah the size of that thing I also um, quite like the old little little backpacks. My my daughter would love this. So this this could be something that um, you might buy your children. We're probably talking primary age here. But that's a little wicket backpack. It's coloured bright orange and it's got little wicket's face at the front. So the so the front pocket looks like a hood. And it's got little fluffy ears coming off it. This needs to be a tradition. You coming up with a Ewok item. Was it last year you had the costume, didn't you? The wicket costume. Oh, that was cute though, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they do a range of these bags. They've got a Soaker and Grogu and whatnot. But um, yeah, that works. That's awesome. Yeah, children like that. I can imagine. Yeah, that's really cool. I don't know if you've seen the um, perhaps if you're looking for your husband or your dad. They do a a Beskar uh, by Royal Selengor. They do a uh, Beskar credit card wallet this year as well, which looks like one of the Beskar credits. Keep your cards in there. Just a bit of fun. Obviously, there's the shoes. I mean, I think you've got a pair of Pozu shoes, haven't you, Dan? I have. You've got the Finn boot, haven't you? I've, uh, they're like the little canvas shoes. They've got like all best writing all over them. They're not as yeah in your face as some of them. They're quite nice. Warm yeah, I think they, they release a new design every year, don't they? And it's um, the website's quite interesting, actually, because they've got um, how they make each boot. They've got a little video of them making each boot. So on their website at the moment, you've got a, a Ray boot, a Finn black boot. Finn as in the character, not as in a really thin foot, um, a Poe kind of cowboy boot, a Stormtrooper white boot, a BB-8 kind of Converse type looking shoe, and then a Chewbacca boot, which looks like an Ugg boot. So, um, you should get those, I mean, you look great in those. Yeah, they're quite expensive, aren't they? If I, I mean, there's no prices on this page. I think the ones I got, because they're only, mine aren't character driven, but I think they were like 30 quid or something, I ended up paying for them, they're in the sale. But just looking down, the year, they've got nothing for 2021 yet, so they've got this Aura Besh low cut Snickers, the Snickers, sneakers, they're the ones that I've got. Um, but they've got nothing for 2021 at the minute. They do a lovely daffodil slipper, Dan, um, if you want to step away from Star Wars. Lovely. So. Uh, I know Adidas have been releasing some Star Wars trainers again as well, and I think Nike have too. So there's, there, there is Star Wars footwear out there beyond these.
And what I will also say is if you are looking for stocking fillers for any age, just go over to Etsy and type in Star Wars. There's some terrific stuff over there. My wife's um, one of her friends. She is one of she's the uh, the dessert chef, but not the dessert chef. I can't think what I'm looking for. You know, that makes all the cakes and stuff for the Savoy in London. And so she's got like a working kitchen at the bottom of her house. It's amazing. But she has just gone into these type of things, these chocolate bars. You've ever seen these? They're a big slab of Belgium chocolate, and then on the top they put lots of um, other chocolates. Now this one, the um, Coco Lika shop over on Etsy. I mean, look at that great big. That, that, so that that chocolate is probably just under an inch thick normally. And then on the top of it, look at that. It's got a white chocolate Millennium Falcon and then a Mars bar chopped up and sunk into the chocolate as well. So they are great little stocking fillers. But if they're anything like the one she made, they they taste amazing as well. Well worth um, checking out Etsy for bits and pieces for um, for stocking fillers because there there is also some always some real random stuff over there. Very good. Lots to look at. Boys, enjoyed that. Some great, great lists there. If I push you for all of you, if you could have one thing under your tree that we've spoken about tonight, what would you choose? Grant? Uh, can I choose something we haven't discussed? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> uh, I wonder, what's it called? The um, oh, Those NeoPixel lightsabers, you know, the £250 ones you can get with the ultra bright LEDs and all the sound effects. Okay. Okay, this is good actually. This is good. So on my screen, whoever's to the right, and then underneath, you know, going around right, they've got to buy whatever you've asked for. <laughs> the grant, Jez is going to get that under your tree this year. So they're two hundred pound fifty. Links are available. Yeah, send them to Jez. <laughs> links are available. Okay, Jez, what would I will you get you a link. I quite like the idea of that Oculus thing which you've you've spoken about. So, um, and I haven't just said that, so one of you has to buy it for me. <laughs> but I do think that would be good fun in the family household. Dan, got to get Jez an Oculus. I'll have 12 grand's worth of uh, Swarovski Millennium Falcon. Well, even after you said you hated <laughs> yes. it. I think I'd go with the watch. Yeah, nice. Mark? Either a Hot Toys, oh, are we choosing anything off the list or anything in t- anything at all? It was meant to be off the lists, but um, Grant just went with whatever he fancied for Christmas. So. Well, no, nobody mentioned any Hot Toys, so um, I'm going to go for either the Hot Toys Lando or the Hot Toys Shore Trooper. That's all right. Grant, Grant, we'll sort that for you. As you're all treating each other, perhaps you could all chip into me and I'll have a Jewback sofa. Oh, I'd love that. That's blowing my mind tonight, that piece. Yeah. Yeah, boys, well, that starts off our festive festive season. We're going to be at Father's From in, what, 10, 11 days' time? So if you're there, come and say hello. We're going to have our interview stuff out. So we'll all be, all be there chucking in some interviews. So come and have a chat with one of us. Of course, check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Generation Skywalker. Uh, give us a subscribe on YouTube. Craig enhances everything. There's unboxing videos, all sorts going on over there. Again, just check out Generation Skywalker. If you're on Facebook, check out our We Are Generation Skywalker page. Come and join in the conversation. Or if you can't remember any of this, head over to www.generationskywalker.com where you'll find everything you need. And also you can find our email address and links to our social media on there so you can contact us. Boys, looking forward to the festive season here on Generation Skywalker. First show of the month. Really enjoyed it. Always great to sit down and just chat Star Wars with you. But uh, it is for this month. Goodbye from Jez. Goodbye, everyone. See you next time. Merry Christmas. Uh, It is goodbye from Dan. Goodbye, all. Goodbye from Mark. So long. And it is goodbye from Grant. Yeah, good night, guys. Thanks for that. I, I really enjoyed this this recording. And it is good night from me. We're Generation Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs>